1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade in the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire qualified nonsense. I'm Brandon. Yeah! I'm Jake. <laughs> no, I'm Matt, brother. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Hell yeah! Oh, that was great. Fucking hey, that was good. <laughs> oh, that made me feel awesome. I mean, harder uh, than a diamond in an ice storm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys see the the? Uh, the A-Team with uh, Bradley Cooper? No. Yeah. Uh, it looked like it was probably going to be a proper piece of garbage, was it? Sometimes oh, it's okay Liam to leave Neeson things alone. It, it? I think it was it was fine. It was. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. It was yeah, Liam it's Neeson. Not like the, and... It's not like the canon was, is so, um, <laughs> you know, what is it, like um, uh, sacred Yeah, I mean, you're not going to, like, sully the reputation or whatever of... <laughs> The A team, but I pity the fool. <laughs> yeah. With Bradley Cooper. I don't know. I, I kinda like those types of shows where they the the protagonist just travels around from town to town solving problems for people. I love like those. Uh, what is like there? New... There was one that Caro was watching and it was like uh it was this woman that travels around. Poker from... face? Yeah. Did, a, a woman say? Did... Huh? <laughs> no, no, this... that for some reason i wanted to just no it was this woman it, it was this woman that travels around and like i would only ever come into the room when she was watching i was like why does it feel like she's in a different story and i was like because she is it seemed mm-hmm. like a really fun show uh, like a modern uh yeah like, I, I... Uh, chicago poirot well kind of it's yeah sort of like a case of the week type like a Columbo sort of like murder nice. like she like every week she's like helping solve a murder but she's I on like the that. run from uh these this like mob boss guy Yeah I guess that's also important to say like she's also on the run herself But, but she that's can... kind of like in the background but the Yeah know. that adds to the fun Doesn't she she possesses the ability to tell if people are lying though right isn't that what it is Yeah yeah, she can detect. So she, so she was, she was hired uh, at a casino. She was a ca- card counter, or not a card counter, but she could she played poker, hence the name Poker Face, and she could tell when people were bluffing. Mm. And then she was hired by a casino to tell when you know in big poker games when people are bluffing and stuff. And so she's a cooler. Um, then she, well. She she ends up um, being framed for the murder of the casino owner's son, and then she's on the run. And but yeah, so what network? What what? Where can I watch that? Because I I think I've heard about um, it. Apple TV. Uh, I think it's uh, Peacock. Oh, Peacock. There Peacock. you go. Peacock. Yeah, that sounds about right. It did seem like a fun show. I never sat down to watch like uh, uh, an entire episode, let alone two. Uh, but it did seem like a good show. I forget her name, but I really like her uh, I've, in what she's Natasha done. Leone. <clears throat> Natasha Leone. Natasha <clears throat> Leone. Yeah. Speaking of Leone, how was Leone's weeks? 
that's not a good segue. No, that was good. That was solid. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think Jake good. has the most exciting one. You got probably the oh, most yeah, exciting Jesus. story. <laughs> I mean, well, it's like that the, exposes where I work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, saying it's you were a big near a shooting doesn't narrow it down too much. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was on the, um, I was on campus of a, um, a school that had to be locked down for several hours because of a shooting, and it made me talk. It made me think about the, um, you know, a bunch of episodes ago we had a we had a you know basically a gun conversation of of how we felt about. That was one gun of the early laws, episodes. Not really, not not so much gun laws, but like the the sort of colloquial or the proverbial right to bear arms and what that means and and how we feel about it now versus in our youth versus you know what the current climate is and it it made me think about that. I don't think I changed my opinion much, um, but uh, but it was interesting because I I was just telling these guys that I. <clears throat> was walking down the street when the lockdown occurred. So I was going between buildings and, um, you know, there was like an air raid siren and there was a whole like, you know, um, I forget what it's like, like shelter yourself, like go into a stay away from the windows sort of thing. Um, and that was pretty wild. And then we were locked down with sort of like sparse information. And the only thing I could really, tell my friends and family where it was that like i think it's on the other side of campus and i think i'm safe right now but we don't have yeah. any additional information so like and there was like sirens airware and you know going on twitter <clears throat> to try and x. keep up or i'm sorry x going on x to try and keep up with <clears throat> what was happening um as as x often does or as twitter used to do it's um you get some information and then generally you just get depressed about the state of society so like uh yeah oh i i do i I do want to say that i think it's um particularly funny not funny particularly um it's a little bit i don't know yeah it's a little bit funny that um (laughs) the tweets that were coming out from the um the x's no, from the from the new like from the actual news anchors who have Twitter handles. Like I know they have to get cleared before they like tweet stuff. So like I get that they're gonna be delayed, but they were they were comically delayed on information. Like when they would tweet something, they're like breaking news. This is happening, and it had been like an hour and a half since it had started happening. I always and find I that like, funny. Like I'm I'll like, wake I'm up. like, what are you doing, dude? I'll wake up and um. I'll look at my phone like first thing in the morning just to see what happened overnight. And I get X notifications. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, oh, this is yesterday's news. It feels like the newspaper. It feels like the digital newspaper. Because for whatever reason, I will get notifications the day or two after they happen. I was like, I already knew about this. Oh, yeah. Notifications are really weird. I I, I always have a bad time with them. Um, my... Uh... Yeah. Are you like a Grammy or Grampy and you have like 50 notifications <laughs> all across the top of your phone? Yeah. <laughs> only be- only because we have, <laughs> yeah, I've got, I'm involved in too much, but yeah. Um. Anyway, so that was my week. I've been 
you know, um, thinking about that sort of thing and, um, and thinking about guns. Well, we're glad you're here and, uh, glad you're safe and sound. Thank you. And that we don't have to replace you. Yep. Because that would be in this climate. Gosh, that'd be so difficult. No one's making podcasts. Um, what about you guys? What's, what's your weeks looked like? Um, I want to actually reference something that happened. It's like a couple weeks ago now, and I meant to talk about it on the live podcast, but we were in Seattle for our 10 year anniversary, which uh, is coming up on Thursday. But Kara got tickets to this spot that's right next to the Pike's Place Market called the Can Can Cabaret. And it was like uh, dinner and a show. And there was so there's three dudes, two women. Um, and I was, I was kind of like a, an eye roll situation. I was like, sure, if you want to do it, whatever, we'll do it. And we'll go into town. We'll, and we were staying in Snoqualmie, which is like 45 minutes away. And if you know anything about Seattle traffic, it's something to behold. So we it spent all day sucks. in Seattle and, uh, I was just like getting kind of burnt out, but we went to this, it was, yeah, the Can Can Cabaret. And it's, uh, it's a show that is about, outlaws and bandits and it was really small theater but we got dinner we got drinks um and what really impressed me is that they actually sing all of their songs and they take pop culture reference songs and cater it to the show that they're doing oh uh, and the the performances were pretty phenomenal uh, and we were sitting up at the rail and there was like a bunch of like dicks and boobs in our in your face and stuff um but like the fact that they're singing all these songs and they're doing it monday through friday and they do two shows on friday and saturday uh is it was impressive to me so if you're in seattle go to can can cabaret they're incredible performers nice right next to pike's place i really enjoy pike's place Mm. that whole market feel so actually what was released this week is vancouver washington is doing this whole waterfront expansion and we are now getting terminal one which is going to be our own pike's place market like oh. they're, they're they're going to replicate pike's place on the waterfront in vancouver really yeah that's hmm. gonna be bananas if seattle is bananas get all yeah i mean wait what wait what do you mean you're gonna put more people on i5 and 205 trying to get Hell back yeah. and forth from there well, we're getting a new bridge, and the bridge is going to have... Um, Yo, that bridge has been... Which one? I-5? The I-5 bridge, yeah. That's been in the works for... Well, it's been it's been solidified, and we're getting TriMet going over it, the, the light rail. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Yeah. All right. There I don't go. know who's going to pay for it, whatever, but what? I mean, as long as it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. Whatever, you can't fight it anymore. Brandon, no, no, how's your no, week? you can't. Yeah, you can't. Find it. Um, it was uh <clears throat> good. Uh, I mean, try to think what I didn't mention on the, <laughs> the last. Oh yeah, this this week we did a live show. That was fun. Yeah, we should mention that. Um, if you did miss our live show, we do have it. Uh, the the video version uh, is still on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash qualified nonsense. So you can still um, view it there, or uh, as we're recording this, um, when, uh, well, 
yeah, you, you out now as you listen to this episode, um, you can listen to the audio version. Either way, you you uh, you are spoiled for options. But um, <laughs> uh, as far as uh, I I think I talked to you guys, but I didn't talk to the uh, listeners. I I went to go see a week or week and a half ago, uh, the Gypsy Kings. They were in town. Oh, and that that's was right. A lot of fun. Nice. It was a really fun concert. Um, if you have a chance to go see them, I recommend it. It was um, really lively and, yeah, a lot of people out of their seats dancing. So it's a good time. And, they, they I mean, they're really talented, too, like they're, um, the guitar players in the band. What would you say? Did you get up and dance? Yeah, a little bit. Ooh, nice. I mean, I was uh, in the... <laughs> We were in like the like Flamanco. box thing on the the side, so I couldn't like get down on the floor. But yeah, but you got um, the rail to be able to twerk if you wanted. And I didn't yeah, want just to like grab it, and fall like... fall over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> it was like some some white guy up in the corner. <laughs> I love this song. But it is kind of funny when the... Uh, the is that the white main... supremacist up in the corner? <laughs> the lead singer, uh, when he sings, um, his name is Nicholas Reyes, when he sings and he does the... Like that that with his voice, like he like holds his hand and like he like shakes it when he does it. He's like... <laughs> that's oh, how you really? don't have to actually do vibrato you just shake your whole body <laughs> yeah that, that's kind of like what he was doing every that's time how i warm up yeah it was a, it was a good time nice killer well well you want to get into it let's get into it <laughs> no. <laughs> no no not that not that <laughs> Buckle up, Buckaroo. We'll be right back. (laughs) Mr. Dumbass, I can bring a lot to Dumbass and Dumbass. I'm a go-getter. Dumbass material all the way. So, am I your man, Mr. Dumbass? The name is Dumas. That's pretty thick-headed. But nothing compared to the rich, thick, frosty mug taste of an A&W root beer. With A&W, it's good to be thick-headed. What a dumbass. And welcome back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'd like to start because you guys both mentioned in your weeks past of uh, doing stuff, um, talked about live performances. <laughs> And I, my question was about live performances and what kinds of live performances you prefer. And um, if you have a favorite live performance that you've been to or a least favorite live performance that you've been to. Um, Besides and then generally, qualified like, nonsense live? Besides, yeah, aside from qualified. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the other segue is the fact that we just did a live show. And I once went a to a live performance a and her name was Bunny. And she did an interpretive dance to a song by Cardi B. Uh, oh. You had to, you had to, you had to pay them with one dollar bills. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh man, Jake, that took a long time. I know. I didn't know what you were talking about. I was like, tell you me more. You asked about live performances. 
Well, you talked about going to a to a a burlesque show and um, yeah, and then and Brandon was talking about seeing a live band. And I know I you know I've been to a a comedy show in New York with Brandon that he was so generous to um, bring me along to. And I know you, I, I so so the other thing that I'd like to say about this is that I don't find myself at live shows very often. I used to go to plays, um, but. But not so much really since kids, I guess. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I struggle with that because I think you have to put a emphasis on it in a certain amount of um, importance, right? Especially when your priorities are taken from you uh, or not taken, mm. just kind of like deviated, I guess. Yeah. So with with kids, they take they take a lot. So Karen and I. Um, that's one thing that we kind of bonded over was live music. So that's something we, we try to try to do as much as possible. I have found though that, um, so Billy Connolly is one of my favorite comedians and we actually went to go see, that was one of the, one of the first things we went to go see together was him. Um, and I found that like going to live comedy shows is definitely not my jam. Like, I, I don't like sitting through comedy. I like listening to it, but not sitting through it. But that's just me. I know, Brandon, you like mm-hmm. you like it for... Yeah, I, and I'm a free-time millionaire, so I uh, do what I want when I want. And uh, <laughs> Free-time millionaire. I like that. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I will say, um, though, if you, if you want to come up, Brandon, Tommy Tiernan is coming to town, and he's one of my favorite comedians next to Billy Connolly, and I do think we're... So we're going to go see him and Eddie Izzard. Ooh, that'll be cool. I don't know who Tommy Tiernan is, but Tommy Tiernan. I'll send you some uh, clips, but he's an Irish comedian. I I will say, um, as as far as comedy goes, I, I do like stand up comedy, but I, I like it more in like a club setting versus um, a theater or auditorium. Oh, like a like a big like a big auditorium. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it's the is the intimacy, right? Yeah, and I, I think it's yeah, it's a little bit more yeah, intimate, a little bit more personal and uh um Well we went to I, who was it that we went I, to go I, see at the Mississippi studios? Went to go see with you. Uh Shane Torres. Yeah. I really enjoyed that and I think it's probably because mm-hmm. of how small it was. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like like arena comedy. I, I think it um I think it's fine if you're watching it like a, a special on TV or whatever to right, but as an audience member, I, I much prefer just a smaller kind of thing because I feel like it's um, there. There's not as much um, give and take with the audience, and I think there's not as much spontaneity too, right? Like it's pretty script- yeah, not scripted, but like it's pretty curated for that. Yeah, well, because I imagine it has to be they have to be i mean similarly to how you would well actually similarly to how you do any sort of live performance like if you're playing music you're not going to be setting up the same well, way in a small venue just more, as you would be a, a big venue but comedy i, I think more it's so. more more comfortable just you know sitting at your own table and you know you you have a waitress coming by bringing you drinks or or waiter not a gender but server. Uh, <laughs> a server um and, we actually, uh, I actually got to experience both sides of that. So I got to see Metallica at the Rose Garden. You did, or, or Moda Center. Yeah, but we were in a when? suite 
we were in a suite too. It was uh, three, four years ago. Huh. Um, but the opening act was Jim Brewer, who's their super fan, and he's a comedian. And it was oh. like, first of all, I, I don't know that I would have ever personally paid to go see Metallica. I, I like them, but they're not like one of my bands that's I got to check right. off a list. So the fact that we were in a suite was nice. But Jim Brewer was coming in and out and doing like sets for almost two and a half hours. And I was just like, if I was standing on the floor waiting for Metallica to come out, I'd be pissed. Mm. Um, but it's just like, and also doing comedy in an arena setting is you can only cater to the people that are like within a stone's throw. Right. Yeah. So the people that are sitting up is like, I have no idea like what's happening on the floor. So like if you're trying to interact with the audience, you have to have something that's like so blanketed that everybody can identify with it. Mm -hmm. to yeah, it's a good... uh... oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, it, it almost like feels more like a a rally or something rather than a, a comedy <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. And it was, Although, it was like uh... Metallica's coming out in thirty minutes. All right, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a hype. Yeah. <laughs> You should uh, check out Jim Brewer's comedy now. He's doing a lot of uh, anti-vax and stuff like that now. <laughs> nice. Um, Neat. I guess I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I uh, yeah, comedy is is um, I I used to not really like concerts that much. Um, I I've I, I guess I I don't like concerts that I, I where i'm not as familiar with the the music but i mm -hmm. i enjoy going to them now that um i'm older and fatter i like going to a concert where i can sit down and sure. uh, <laughs> um i i'm too old i think to be in, in like a you know a concert like uh where you have to stand the whole time or like right. be in a huge crowd of people and in, in the middle I've never liked that. Even when I was young yeah. and sprightly, that was never my jam. I, yeah. I, I, I went a couple of times with Luke to see, um, a few different because that's definitely his. My, my brother Luke for the listeners, and, <clears throat> um, yeah, it was very much his sort of scene, and I just, uh, I felt uncomfortable, um, and I would you know enjoy the music of course, but <clears throat> I would rather. I sort of looked like a. I, I ended up looking like a, like a sorry sod, like on the side of the. Because I, I just wanted to sort of just like watch. I didn't necessarily want to like dance with it. Also, so I just wanted to just sort of stand there and watch. <laughs> and then standing there and watch without dancing, you're, you're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> or, or, or rather, I would like a seat to to sort of because I, I I like the way I appreciate music generally, is by, sort of. Um, like watching the intricacies or like watching the performance in its, in its details, as opposed to like taking in, the you just have to like then, tell people I'm like, not a miserable asshole. I promise. I know I, that's uh, what I felt I like. And, I, and then I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, it cost me money to be here. And I feel like I'm like a downer, <laughs> even though I'm enjoying it. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about this. Yeah. The older, the older I've gotten, we've definitely catered to, concerts where we can sit down but i'll still go to like dante's which is a small like rock and roll club in portland because mac sabbath which is a mcdonald's themed black sabbath cover band is going to be going and i i will come home though at like 
I'll leave before the band is done and be like, God damn it. I'll get home at 1230 and I'll be like, I'm done for the next day. Yeah. You know, Saturday. I forgot ruined. my Dr. Scholes. Yeah. I'll leave. I'll wear my most comfortable shoes. and I'll be like, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> but I will argue, though, that some of the concerts we've gone to where we've had to stand or be more uncomfortable, we've discovered some of the better music, like by way of opening bands. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I, I actually enjoy going to see the openers because we've discovered some pretty phenomenal bands that way. I once saw, uh, I think I was with Dane, friend of the pod, Dane. Uh, I once saw um, Cake with him, which I wasn't like a huge Cake fan, but um, oh shit, now I just forgot the name of the opening band. More of a pie guy. I'm a, I'm a pie guy. Um, I am actually <laughs> more, of a, more crum- of a pie guy. More of a crumble. But- crumbled yeah cobbler i'm a cobbler guy i'm a cobbler gobbler if you, oh, if you me. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh shit what was the, what's the name of the band that had like five guitars in one and they do gypsy kings no <laughs> no. <laughs> no uh cheap trick cheap trick was playing and uh that was fun because uh, they were like wild and jumping off speakers and shit like that she was opening for cake yeah like well like 20 years ago or like what how old are we 15 years ago huh i I know i know that's what i thought too i was like oh how the mighty have fallen (laughs) well i mean yeah i mean that seems like kind of two different eras of music i I agree but like people were loving it and i loved it too because i was like oh this is fun um I will say one of the one of my favorite. I, I want to hear your guys's favorite and least favorite. I, I don't know that I have a least favorite, but or rather, I saw a friend theater, so I have a lot of least favorites. Um, Wait, somebody's I, at Brandon's front door. Oh no! Someone's in the backyard. I heard the chime. I heard the ring doorbell chime. Yeah, yeah <laughs> all good. All right, I should have let your guard down. <laughs> um, I. Uh, I was at this this small performing space that was doing like a it wasn't like I think it was just like a performance even an evening of performances so there was like a little bit of like solo musical artists and then like a couple of like short one act plays but one of the most magical things that I can remember is this this French woman and this uh, she was a singer and a guitarist and she sang La Vie en Rose, and she sang it in French. And then when she was, and then when she, so, so like she sang the song through, and then she like continued to sing it in English. And then she forgot the English. And someone, and I'm, and I'm certain it wasn't a plant, but, um, but she started singing it and she got through the first line in English. And then she, like, she visibly forgot the lyrics. And this, this nice gentleman back, like, like told her the lyrics as her partner was playing and so she was listening out for the lyrics uh like the the english lyrics in la vie rose and ah, it was just like a really wonderful like collaborative moment and and i just was like man this is i'm you know in my youth i was like this is what theater should be like oh it's so it's so like (laughs) 
you know, communal and it's it's not like um, so polished. Real life just busts like, out into song. Yeah, real life <laughs> um, happened just then and we witnessed it. Like I was all about that. But um, but really, like reflecting on it, I just love that sort of shit. Um, but anyway, that was my favorite, my favorite one. Do you guys have favorites? Favorite um, concert? Ah, favorite experience, favorite concert, favorite, uh, or favorite, like, live, no, it's about live performances, so, like, whatever that. I, I got, I got one, but it's, it's kind of a downer, so, Brandon, is yours, is yours a, uh, well, do a downer, is yours happy? I mean, I don't, I don't really have, um, you never had, like, a moment where you're at a concert, and it's like, this just feels good? Um... I remember the first time I took a gummy. <laughs> no, I, I well, this is live adjacent, but uh, I kind of felt that way watching um, the concert movie The Last Waltz, which is um, uh, about the band. It's their final concert, oh, and it's nice. filmed oh, by yeah. uh, Martin Scorsese from the seventies. Oh, it's a really good uh, concert documentary movie that i've never um, seen you should check out if you have it but uh, i don't know just the vibes in it are like really good <laughs> the vibes are good actually that's that's a so those of us who know brandon and who if you don't know brandon that is actually a glowing review from brandon i think because it's like <laughs> i've never heard him say vibes for one thing not once ever <laughs> it's a vibe <laughs> It's a vibe, baby. No, but like, really, that is a that's that is a good review. Uh, I'll check it out. Well, yeah, and I, um, uh, R.I.P. Robbie Robertson from the band yeah. who died recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right, Matt, what's your downer? Bring us down. I got. Brother. I guess I got. I got two. Um, so, Brandon, Brandon's uh, referencing, uh, you know, the Scorsese documentary he watches. There's one. Um, out there about the tragically hip they're a canadian rock band um and their lead singer his name is gord down he uh unfortunately died of of brain cancer but he uh they they filmed this documentary about him because he uh, unfortunately got that news but he said i'm gonna tour until the end and he did and they documented it and it was it was pretty impressive to see like how much the canadian people um, flocked to him and appreciated his music. And, and, uh, again, unfortunately I only found out about them after, um, he was, he had passed, but hmm. their, their music's pretty impressive. The tragically hip, the uh, tragically hip. I'll have to check them out. Tragically hip. There's a, there's a, one of my favorite songs called, uh, blown at high dough, uh, which is, which is great. Um, but they, I guess one of the like the best concerts I've ever been to was the Foo Fighters, and it was it was not too long after our friend uh, Phil had passed away, and they have a song called "Walk," and it's about like learning to pick yourself back up again, um, learning to you know kind of re redefine yourself. And if you know if if people listen to this podcast don't know, our our friend unfortunately took his life, and he had some mental health struggles. But and it, and it took its toll on all of us. So it was just one of those moments where you you feel like somebody's actually speaking to you, yeah. uh, and it was one of those very profound moments. So I really enjoyed that. I've been listening to Foo Fighters again after a long time of <clears throat> having not, and uh, 
I'll have to listen to that. Um, yeah, it's so called Walk. Mm-hmm. It's good. Nice. I think I, I've mentioned it before, but it, I, the the best concert I've ever been to is Dolly Parton. Oh yeah. You know, oh years yeah. Ago. That was not too long ago, right? Yeah, uh, maybe five that... or six years ago or something. So she was, was still like eighty six or something. Yeah, I um. What would you say? <laughs> just, she, she, she was like 86 <laughs> at the time or <laughs> no, she's not that okay. old you would be impressed brandon we actually get her books at the house rona rona classifies for the dolly parton uh book program oh nice so we get we get a free book every every month from dolly parton i think red red should classify for it too uh, what's the classification i don't even know you have to be under seven years old uh, Dolly Parton will send you a book to your house every single month for free. She's awesome. What a yeah. what a fucking champ. Yeah. Um anyway. Well that anyway. <laughs> we should we should get that clip of uh Matt saying anyway cuz uh, I feel like that would be useful. <laughs> um uh yeah, well that was my question. Thank you so much uh for sharing, gentlemen. Uh listeners, thank you so much for listening and someone else can take the reins. <laughs> All right, I got one for you. Oh, that's me rubbing my hands together, listeners. He's getting ready. Wait, He's warming it up. <laughs> no, no, that's me spitting on it. Um, <sighs> all right, we we talked, <laughs> we briefly we we briefly talked about the <laughs> we briefly talked about the you know the seasons changing and the pumpkin spice and all that. So. Uh, we're going to, if you, if you had, if you had a perfect cocktail for each season, Oh, what would your perfect cocktail for each season be? Or if you can't think up four, what would your perfect cocktail be for winter? I'm going to think up all four. Cause that sounds fun. cool. Um, winter. Ah, I don't know. Yeah. Probably winter for me. Do you mind if I go first? I'm sorry. I just do it. Like, go for it. You're all excited. Do it. Uh, winter, I would do a Smoky Robinson, which is, uh, I think rye, I think it's made with rye, two, two parts rye, one part, um, Amaro, and then a quarter part Smoky Scotch and quarter part cherry hearing and garnish with a cherry. And you can either do that up or on ice um shaken up or on ice and it's a tasty warm snuggly drink that hits the spot um for spring i would do like a like a maybe like a negroni oh oh cool um uh yeah, there you go. With Prosecco in it. <laughs> oh, lovely. No, what did she say? Oh, stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh <clears throat> no, and then I and then summer would be like a margarita cuz fuck around and find out. And then uh fall I don't know, fall is kind of tough. Um cuz I would also do a, a Smoky Robinson for the fall. I like my I like my whiskeys and my smokies. Oh no, no, you know what? Fall is a just a um a uh, Lagavulin 16 uh two finger. Eh, no, three finger pour. Did I say two? Neat. Better make it three. 
Neat. Neat. No rocks. Neat. No rocks. All right. Brandon. I like it. Um, well, we're recording this in the summer, so I would say summer drink. I, I really like tiki drinks, so probably uh just a classic Mai Tai, like just the okay. like a Trader Vic's Mai Tai. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I uh I now I really want to really enjoy those. You guys. <laughs> what? I really want a cocktail now. You guys are just <laughs> um fall uh I mean besides like the Oktoberfest beer, I would say or can I say beer? You can say beer cuz that was going to be mine. Was mine was going to be fest beer for fall. Wait, I yeah. thought you said cocktails. Wasn't it the be... wasn't the what, What's the your favorite scope beverage? of this? beverage well now i have Diet to start, no i'm just kidding Dive. <laughs> coke all four season coke, never hurt coke, nobody coke, coke. no it's coke coke diet coke 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 um pumpkin spice coke uh <laughs> um yeah like a uh, oktoberfest martin um or do you have a, I i'm guess so sorry to do... i'm gonna interrupt do you have a favorite oktoberfest Beer. I mean, with like all the, the craft like breweries, there's so many. Yeah. Do you, well, right. You, there are a lot. Do you have any that you're like, ooh, that's good, or I would get that again, or I did standby? Dis- I, I discovered one not too long ago, um, and it's called Drew Brew, and me and Brendan both uh, drove past them on the way to Leavenworth. They're at the top of uh, the Snoqualmie Pass, oh. and they focus in their lager-centric brewery. Mm. Um, so the fact that they're in the mountains and they like, they, uh, they experiment quite a bit. So Drew Brews Oktoberfest is my current favorite. Nice. Um, fresh to be all. Well, I'm having one now. This is a uh, Fort George half liter. Um, Ooh. I bet they, beer. I love Fort George. They have some good stuff, but this one's, uh, more like the, kind of german traditional lager style sort of light yeah no specialty yeah, malts. I, I i do prefer the kind of maltier heavier yeah, the roast the roasted malts Martin. but so i mean if you want a german one Ianger, i think might be my favorite of those Ianger, yeah. um there's one um the one in portland uh what is it that it's like they they make like only german style beers wayfinder no rosen rosenstadt Ro- uh, rosenstadt yeah i i think they make one of my favorite american ones we went there actually we went there together nice. yeah so um okay i'm sorry i interrupted you please continue. no no that's fine um continue on to winter uh winter yeah probably like a whiskey based beverage i don't know like a manhattan sure coke and whiskey <laughs> no <laughs> um then spring go for some crown and apple. <laughs> <laughs> apple uh i don't know like a salty dog or something Ooh, what's nice. a salty dog uh grapefruit juice and gin with salt around oh. the rim yeah okay it's a fancy margarita. Basic, basically a greyhound with gin and salt. <laughs> they, they go like this. 
Uh. <laughs> like, tequila. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's spicy. <laughs> and now I guess you rounded it out with summer, right? You're my, you're my yeah. tie. Yeah. What about what about you, Matthew? Uh, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna side with Brandon on the summer, and I'm gonna go with a painkiller. Um, I, I I the older I've gotten, the more tiki drinks, and it's probably my Tommy Tommy Bahama like coming out like. Let's <laughs> yeah. uh, just fucking send it. <laughs> what else have we got to do? <laughs> yeah, nothing. Um, and then going into <laughs> going into fall, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say anything spiced without clove. I don't. I hate clove. I absolutely hate clove. Mm. tastes like asshole um it does clove is disgusting uh winter i would okay let's say this i'll say fall is gonna be white russian fall is a white russian that's a because it's it's i always think of fall as being cool and you know i guess the thing is i'm in the south now so it's all it's hot it's all still it's all dicky. that's actually not true no we we have a good season that's not true um anyway go ahead yeah white Russian. Uh, i'm gonna yeah i'm also gonna side with you on winter um is just a heavily peated scotch that's mm. my favorite mm-hmm. um so sitting by a fire neat <sighs> maybe maybe a spoon maybe a spoon of of water in it to yeah even it out open it open it up open is that it what up. they say <laughs> that's what they say uh and then springtime i'm going so i'm gonna go really light um jake i sent you a picture when we were at salish the liquor that you oh yeah mm-hmm. what is oh, that yeah the, the um kochi something yeah something, so we something. had we had that with tonic water and lemon Ooh, it was, that's it nice. was super good yeah i, mean, I was not expecting yeah, it that sounds really good the, um, the on the back was, of that <clears throat> on the back of that bottle, one of the two recipes is um, called an Eventide, and it's um, uh, two parts gin, one part that, and a twist, like a like an orange twist or a lemon twist or something. Yep. That and shaken served up. That's really tasty. It's like a really good like, um, uh, like you could drink that all night, sort of thing. Not all night because you'd get shitty, but um, <laughs> no. But it's like a good, it's like a good cocktail, Try like an me. evening cocktail. Yeah, good evening cocktail that you could have a few of. That's like a really, it's not like super potent, like super powerful, like taste wise. It's just like a a really easy drink, and it's and it's tasty, and it looks really pretty. It's because it's like the. Um, the Kochi Americano, I think, is is what it is. It's um, it's like light. It's slightly yellowish, and then with a with an orange twist or a lemon twist. And when it has the when it's really cold and sort of frosty looking, it's a really classy looking drink. Yeah, just think like morning pee, and then it's good to go. <laughs> yeah, see, that's exactly what it is. The Kochi Americano. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was that... it. Was so good. It does look like morning pee though. It does look. I mean, I, I, I don't want to out myself, but you guys stay hydrated really well. So good for you, because my morning pee does not look like that. <laughs> I wish it did. It looks more like uh, Michelob light. <laughs> <laughs> or a Corona, extra. Ooh. Or f- f- Familia. 
Corona. Uh, mine looks like are. mine looks like Pepsi Crystal. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> like sparkly and everything. Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Every morning is like a horror show. <laughs> Just stings. <laughs> I like um I like this question. I like <clears throat> thinking about drinks and food. Um. Our next week when we record, we should do that about food, like a, like meals for each season. I guess we should do one going into the holiday season. Like, what's your? Well, Brandon really likes um, uh, Halloween as his favorite. So, like, what's yeah, your have to... what's your favorite Halloween tradition? Or we yeah, we got to get into the holiday stuff for sure. What's your What's the... your favorite Labor Day tradition? Working. Ooh. Ooh, mine would be labor quesa. Mmm, so good. How you doing, Brandon? Better. Empty. Um, good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we got live performances. We got seasonal cocktails. Brandon. Okay. What is something that annoys you that probably seems benign to most other people? Got it. Got it. <laughs> Chewing with your mouth open. God damn it. I will murder somebody. I will well, fucking murder somebody. My, uh, we probably shouldn't get our families together anytime soon because my kids. No, my kids do it. My kids. Yeah. I'm oh, surprised good. they're still alive. Uh, <laughs> um, I just saw a, uh, like a Instagram clip of this or shorts or whatever they're called. Um, but uh, someone someone just really laying into someone who said uh, espresso instead of espresso. Um, and I'll say that that um, I'm not I'm not generally a um, like a what do you call them? like a grammar Nazi or whatever. But I um, espresso when people say espresso when they're talking about espresso or uh um, what's the other one? Especially versus especially. I've heard that a yeah. bunch, and that that sort of drives me up the wall. Supposedly, supposedly with a B. Oh my god, that one actually There's... doesn't bother me so much. But but that for whatever reason, for some ex- reason, I think because I worked in a espresso bar, I would hear. Oh, you know what? It's something else that really bugs me about an espresso. Maybe it's just working at an espresso bar, but <laughs> um, people like because we had. Pan of chocolate and and croissants, and people would be like, "Uh, yeah, hi, how's it going? Um, can I get an orange juice? And uh, let's see, I guess I'm gonna get the oatmeal and a pan of chocolate and a croissant." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I get it, I get it. You can say those words really well." <laughs> and they were just really, really like. And then uh, cafe au lait, and we're like, "I'm like, okay, yeah, just order the fucking drink." It's what fun movie to say. was I get it, it where Paul Can I get the pain like... of chocolate? Yeah, <laughs> the pain of chocolate. I'd I'd much rather that, but it's like when it's when it's like a big big affectation. It's uh, what was the uh, what was the movie with Paul Rudd where he's like, oh, what, can I get you a coffee? He's like, uh, vente. He's like, no, you mean large? He's like, no, I mean vente. He's like, no, that means twenty in Spanish. And he, do you remember uh, this? Uh, I, and he's like, I've now you're heard, now you're dumb yeah. in three languages. He's like, yeah. it means also means large. He's like, no. He's like, you know, do you yeah, know what I'm talking well, about? Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. I don't remember what movie it was from, but yeah, I mean, but that's, yeah, that's Starbucks being a bunch of dummies. 
I feel like that's of... kind of true across the board. Like everybody's like Vente and it's like, well, just yeah, saying, small, medium, large. I, I, the few times that I go into Starbucks, I, I usually say small, medium or large because I really can't remember the difference between and I just the go small and the medium. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? It. What's that from? Oh, the kissing man. in the middle finger. Is that John it's Candy another... doing it? No, it's another. I don't know what's happening with Brandon's camera, but it keeps going in and out. Yeah, it keeps, keeps thinking. We keeps keep thinking we lose him. Um, oh God! What I hope is that? Yeah, where they're driving, they're driving off, space flipping balls. them off. Spaceballs. And yeah, is that what it's from? Spaceballs. It is John Candy. Yeah. Is it? Oh, it is. Oh, as uh, as Barf. <laughs> Damn. Uh, okay, I, I think I said my bit. And Matt, you, did you say your bit? You said your bit. Yeah, chewing with, uh, your, mouth chewing with your, your mouth open. open. Yeah. Is it something that grosses you out? or? Oh, it's no, it's it's uh, it's so infuriating. It doesn't gross me out. It's just I think it's so disrespectful mm. and, and rude. But that's just me. Rude. Mm. Um... I think you, for me, it's when you see a video online and it says, <laughs> the caption says like POV, you're at the store and you're blah, 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 but it's not a point of view shot. Oh, interesting. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's what really, <laughs> that's what really grinds your gears. I'm going to send you so many. I have so many of those that I'm going <laughs> to. Wait, I'm trying to remember if I've even registered that. Where it's like POV, you you're at just the store worked and, out, yeah. and you're uh, oh right, but then it's still a third wants person. to sit on your head or whatever, and it's like a third person it, it, view. It's like somebody yeah. going through a drive-through like, a like McDonald's, and it's like POV. You just spent four hundred dollars at Costco, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's like shot from like yeah, a third person shot. I don't know. That's what that's what really gets you. Now I have a question. Well, I have a question. Do you do you jump into those comments? No, I, I'm not oh, gonna be that. that, that I want to so see Brand- funny. This, no, this Brandon, isn't really violence. a POV. <laughs> <laughs> I love you should. That. Uh, you well, should. actually, <laughs> hey, the spoiler um, alert. <laughs> do better next time. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, I, also, along those Get lines, um, like I I hate the term hack when the, you just mean like tip for something like like oh here's a hack in the kitchen and it's like oh oh yeah 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 yeah. life hack yeah like it's so stupid just just say like here's a tip to save time like oh here's a hack it's like we don't have to i don't know (laughs) techify everything (laughs) brandon i'm 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 shocked i'm shocked by yours (laughs) why it's like i didn't realize that these like these caused you so much distress (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not distressed, but I. Uh, <laughs> it just. It, well, my question was, what's something that annoys you that seems benign? No, I, and uh, I, I, it, those things I, yeah, annoy but you me. You could have been like, I don't know, like, what annoys you? I don't. The, my don't, high blood pressure, like getting an ingrown toenail. For his choice. Like, <laughs> I, I think that's totally. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not criticizing. I'm just like I'm surprised that these are what we're going with. Because <laughs> I was like going with. I was going with manners. I guess. No. Maybe. I don't know. Well, Does that not bother you? Yeah, Does, yeah. Does people mean, chewing with their uh... mouth open not bother you? No. It doesn't no. really bother really? me. No. 
Brandon? Uh, people, people chewing gum with their mouth open kind of bothers me. But oh yeah, uh, that's, that's when they're just extra. sitting there like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do you want a vente? God damn it! <laughs> with an extra espresso. Do you want a croissant? <laughs> croissant. <laughs> <laughs> so, i don't know the, those are just i see those things they they just annoy me so i i don't yeah. know what can i say i appreciate that i appreciate that i i don't know i, I, I sorry i didn't mean to demean your uh i feel like we're all your feelings like, if if there was they're just so a, wildly across the board if there was ever i guess something something else that age ourselves it was well, this well, comment these comments Something that annoys me too, and this is just because I do trivia a lot, but when um, they ask a question and somebody's like, like, how am I supposed to know that? I wasn't even born yet. It's like, life, like history didn't start when you were born. Like, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon, you're hovered over your, over your paper (laughs) filling in the answer. You're like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) He's like, gets a switchblade out. Okay, I got, like, oh, I got you, one more. You can't listen to any music or watch a movie that that uh, existed before you were born or crack a history book. Like, <laughs> oh man, I will That's side so with good. the whole like. I don't watch those movies; they're in black and white. I'll side with that. Oh really? <laughs> I just I don't like. like black That's and annoying movies. to me. <laughs> Do you like black and white <laughs> photography? Uh, for for the most part, no. Because it's not it's not very dynamic, uh, but, but I do you've have taken one... a lot of black and white photos. Yes, I have. I have. Wait, black but and d- white photos are can be very dynamic. What are you talking about? You yeah. you know why photographers flock to to black and white photography? It's so that you can fudge. fudge it hides stuff. it hides your fuck ups. Um, yeah, all right, I got I got one more. I'm gonna I'm gonna okay okay, okay. Uh, okay. Hey, what's that over there? Um, uh if you drink out like this i don't know oh keep keep my voice down yeah dude watch your it's really it's really <laughs> this really bugs me is like taking a like you have a glass of water and you drink yeah. it whatever and you put it next to the sink like your glass your empty glass you put watch it, out behind you watch out behind you <laughs> put it you put it next to the sink but you can't put it like in the sink. in it <sighs> oh that's interesting you know what you know what drives me crazy that doesn't drive me crazy. You know what sometimes irks me? When things are in the sink. Because really? that's where you're doing the washing. And so if you have a pan that you're going to wash and there's a bunch of shit in the sink. Put it in the dishwasher. Wa- a pan of chocolate? A pan? <laughs> <laughs> is it dishwasher safe? What is? I don't wash my pans. I wash my pots. Why, are you, what, like, why, does, why do people putting like things in the sink bug you out? Well, um, because because you need to you need to clean a pan, or like anything, like if you need the sink for anything, because like inevitably, like the water is like when you turn the water on, it hits something, either a glass or whatever. But if there's like a spoon in there or something, then it's gonna shoot the fucking water right back out of the sink. Oh, I make a bunch of noise to get my point across. So Matt, it it annoys you when I got it. People okay. leave their glasses next to the sink yeah if it's an empty glass like why why would you put it next to the sink when you could just put it in the sink 
Like that's what the sink well, is for. I get it's the, the whole, dishwasher. It's the whole dishes. Oh, or better yet, I just, better yet, I just, put it in the dishwasher. Yeah, dishwasher. Yes, I do not think that the sink is supposed to hold dishes. That, well, I disagree. I, oh well, it's a basin. What is it supposed I, to do? I guess we'll have to duel. <laughs> I'm gonna Google um, it. What is a sink for? What's a sink for? <laughs> Google's like I've lost all hope in humanity. <laughs> what does sink do? I hope they come back with some stupid like what? What's a dick for? I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna Google that next. Can you answer my first question? <laughs> so is it just not? It sounds like for both of you, not laying things in the dishwasher annoys you. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a culprit too. I just find that oftentimes, if I am about to do dishes, like for instance, we make dinner and there's like a shit ton of dishes, and we want to eat it while it's hot. So like we we have a pile of dishes like on eat the burners or like uh, like on the counter or what have you. And then when it's time to do dishes, if everything gets loaded into the sink, where do you do the washing? Like if you've In got the a dishwasher. Stack, Bend over and I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, okay, so this... Like, well, because then you just have to... If you're, it, oh, I'm saying if you're hand washing things. So I will you, say if this. If you have things to hand wash, you have to then unload the sink in order to wash the things in the sink. This is what I'm terrible about. So I, I have my issues with like putting shit in the sink or dishwasher. Don't put shit in the sink. For, for the listeners, do you hear this? That's a little bit left in this can. I'm terrible about like drinking and then being like, there it is. It's done. And Kara will come along and be like, what's this? Are you done with this? Are you done with this? And I'll throw it. So that's, I, that's one of my toxic traits going back to our live episode. I'll that, just leave right it. I'll just you. leave it there. It's right there. And there's, there's a little bit left. So you'd rather somebody leave a glass just like on the dresser than by the sink. No, Brandon. <laughs> I didn't say it makes sense. I just said that's my toxic trait. I know what our our entire next episode is going to be about. Why do we? Why are we the worst? Why are we our own worst enemies? Yeah. Why? No, it was actually going to be titled like "Why are we such high quality life partners?" I think that does it, boys. I think that was a yeah. Was I a think solid, clean. I think that's an episode. Finish. We got some some anger out at some uh, mostly benign it. things. Yeah, but uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that might be yeah for another episode. Like, why why is that stuff so so maddening? But yeah, anyway, like what 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 uh, trigger in your lizard brain <laughs> occurs? Like why? Everybody's stupid but me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Uh, <laughs> Send any questions or comments to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials found in the episode description. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. If you haven't already, please check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash qualifiednonsense and sign up for just five bucks a month to help us keep the lights on and get some bonus content while you're at it. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Later.